Ow, 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 ow. Oh, uh, I was getting me focus. Sorry, I've got my hair caught in my pop filter. Ow. Oh, I thought you were just being a prick. <laughs> no, it really hurts. Sorry. Oh, that hurt. Oh, that really hurt. That can be the jingle, though, couldn't it? Oh, me going, ow, 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 ow. Amazing, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, sorry, let's go. <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> yeah, that was me. Although the wind blows terribly here, the moonlight also leaks between the roof planks of this ruined house. Welcome, everybody, to this new episode of TPC, Tony Poetry, uh, Tony's Poetry Club. And you just listened to uh, a beautiful poem by Izumi Shikibu. You're here today with me, Tony, English teacher, amateur poet, your host. And alongside me, you have uh, Brandon and Ryan. Hello, everyone. I'm Ryan. I'm an amateur poet myself. I'm glad to be here alongside you, Tony. I'm looking forward to, to breaking this one down. Hello, everybody. My name is Brandon. I'm an amateur voiceover artist, an amateur writer, and also an English teacher. Right, right. Um, I really look forward to breaking this poem down with you guys. Um, and I really want to start with one simple question. When you listen to this poem, what did it tell you? Are you asking me or Brandon? I'm just That's an open question. Yeah, whatever <laughs> ones, I'm not going to I'm going to jump on top of Brandon oh. and I'm going to scream into his ears. I'm going to talk about this one. Uh, a short one, like like the ones we've done before. I think it's a bit of a developing trend. I, think I suppose it's easy to get into. Uh, but like we've talked about before, it, we get into these and we say more than might be there. But um, with one, especially with it being translated from the original Japanese, I think some things can be lost in it. I, I obviously haven't read the original Japanese. I, I, I think that over, the overall message is that it, it's trying to get across to you that although something could be bad, although there's wind you know, coming through your house for some reason, uh, there's, there's roof planks, there's leaks in your house, that there's also a moonlight that you've got to let things in, that, like the, the bad with the good, you know, to uh, appreciate both and, and recognize that, that things can also be uh, pleasant as well as as well as painful sometimes mm, it's the cloud with the silver lining uh sort of uh vibe isn't it you've got that whole thing of you know leaky roof well that's a that's a bugger but you know got a nice view of the stars and whatnot i suppose and yeah i've managed to find the original translation like the original japanese version of this which i'd be very interested to read and see oh please yeah go on i mean I, like is that i have i haven't oh, you found haven't. it I, I have not head. found it. No. Yeah, no, no, I was no, gonna no. say because I've been looking for you as well, but I just couldn't. I just can't yeah. find it. It's like it just doesn't exist. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to suspect that the uh, the the uh, the writer doesn't actually exist, and it was just written in English, and they were like, "Oh yes, yeah, translated from Japanese." Yeah. Just give it this like mystical, like ooh, it's like Japanese, <laughs> so spiritual, like haiku. I think it it was quite an old one, wasn't it? So maybe finding the original is is difficult because of that. Oh, no. yeah, right. In the original Japanese, the, the lines are about a thousand years old, says the book. Um, oh, right Yeah, then. so that might be, that might be the reason why we struggle to find it. Um, it really, I agree with you. I agree with both of you, actually. But um, it really struck me that the part that I love the most is the first line and the last line. I don't know why, but for some reason, my, my attention doesn't go on the, um, uh, the moonlight leaking or the roof planks and, and stuff like that. It's the whole thing of the ruined house. And although the wind 
blah, blah, blah. It just, I don't know, it feels like it gives me, it gives me hope. I don't know if that's something that you, you can relate to. But it's the like whole... The, like gone, silver sorry. lining, right? Silver lining is like a very hopeful message. It's like things have gone wrong, but they're going to get better in the future. And I don't know. Silver lining is more like an optimistic kind of view of things, right? That something bad happened, but you look at the silver lining, so... You know, you you being optimistic. Whether the sensation, like the feeling I get, is more of even if blah blah blah, whatever that whatever comes after that if, um, also towards the future, not necessarily towards the present and the past. Because you know, if you think about silver lining, it's something that already happened, right? If you look at the bright side of it, unless I am getting the whole phrase wrong, like the good EFL speaker that I am. Um, I think you possibly are. <laughs> I think listening to like your description of it is exactly how I'd think about silver lining. Like, look at the look at the good side of things. I we we talked about this poem before, and um, we absolutely buggered up the recording. So here we are talking about this one again. And uh, just like the the last time we discussed this poem, I think it's really interesting that this came from obviously. Japan. It's not a modern Japan, as we've just said, like a thousand years old or whatever else. But this sort of like this this spirit of like the Japanese way of looking at things is still sort of recognizable to me there. Hmm. Um why? Well, you know, like when I was living in Japan myself, they have a very interesting take on life. It's sort of like a work hard, play hard sort of thing. And then you've also got this this idea of not looking at the bad. There's a it's a big cultural taboo to sort of bring up negative things or to shine a light on negative things so you're always looking at the the nice part or the the sunny part you know there's never like you know if there's a so there's a societal problem it's like oh well, don't look at that look at how nice our traditional temples <laughs> and izakaya are you know like optimism incarnate yeah there you yeah, go so it's it's like, but yeah exactly and it's kind of like a I don't know. I mean, this is me coming, like, probably me going to be ranting about Japanese culture now. But <laughs> the big thing I noticed Plastic is obviously man. that, like, uh, almost toxic optimism. I mean, mm. I don't think I'd want to stay in a place with a ruined roof when it's chucking it down. You know what I mean? Like, forced happiness, despite the yeah. Um, I, I think it's the best time to to delve into the idea of of Japanese culture in in reference to this because it's something that you can go uh, above it. And, and thinking about more than just the five lines, that it has some reference to that. When it says, of this ruined house, it, it mm. could be the idea that obviously there, there, were, there were houses, there were clans in, in like feudal Japan uh, mm. way back when, and it, it could be a, a direct uh, reference to that and what the, the author was thinking about, or at least in terms of uh, their, their ancestors and what they may have considered whilst they were in that culture, that, that repression of, of facing the the mundanity and the existentialism of, of life and that that was how they lived in that culture and that's how they responded to it especially through uh poetry obviously art and 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 whatnot was intrinsic with the culture of of japan throughout its entire history so uh, i think well, that's I mean, a, an important thing to to explore i mean 11th century japan is completely different to obviously 21st century japan and I think this is where you'd need to read the original because of obviously you've got the Chinese characters, the Roman alphabet and English is a very ambiguous language because, you know, like you said, there's multiple 
meanings for house whereas if you read it in the original script you'd know exactly what the meaning was because that's how the alphabet works so yeah i think it's a bit of a weird one really like again anything translated is always up for for scrutiny on how accurate and how um loyal to the to the original the actual translation is because obviously you know in translation you risk losing so many things from cultural to linguistic to all sorts of these little assets that can just get lost in the in the translation and simply because it's not the original writer so how can you ever 100% be in the original writer's head to accurately convey their thoughts in a different language you know oh yeah but that's something that well it wasn't related to uh, translation but we mentioned this before with uh, Celia Celia right and that's the mm. whole the, the whole beauty of poetry is the fact that you can never, even whether that is translation or not you can never really get inside the head of of the author you can just get whatever you get and it's, it's it's that's why it's fascinating right because you two right now are getting um quite a different vibe from the one i am getting because i know that you said that i might have got the whole silver lining phrase wrong but what you said is being optimistic which means looking at something that has happened under like a different light you know looking at the bright side of things and the positive side of whatever happened whether i still stick to the idea that this whole poem was meant to kind of give hope for the future rather than retrospectively. And I believe I believe uh, that day that we did like we discussed this point before, um, I can't remember very well because I, as you well know, I was uh, I, I was having a, a wonderful hangover that day. Um, I think I have have I not compared this point to a hangover? Yeah, I think you I attempted. Have, yeah. I, I think you attempted. I think that's right. the best way to do you attempted to liken <laughs> although the wind blows. <laughs> A thousand-year-old poem to a hangover, and quite unsuccessfully, in my opinion. But you know, the attempt, the attempt was made. It's not right. like, it's a metaphor like any other. Like it's is just, it? it's just the idea of you know the beauty in the bog, the diamond in the rough. The reason we say um, okay. silver the lining in the silver, toilet. Yeah, <laughs> the silver lining of a cloud is the idea that it, it could be a rain cloud. It's something that could ruin your day, and it, you've still got to think about it from the yeah. point of view that there is good in the bad, and. But- even still, the, the whole philosophical idea of that you cannot have good without the bad. There has to be a, a comparison. There has to be a, a dichotomy there. There has to be something up, uh, an, in opposition of it. But still, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think it's retrospective. I don't think he's... Uh, because now that I think about it, I still think the, the hangover thing is quite relatable. It's quite a contextual, but even if mm-hmm. you don't believe sure. me. But sure. it is, because if you, in, in your view, though, like in your... The way you see it, you perceive in this poem, it works. Because if you think about it, the hangover is the negative thing, as you know, as uh, Ryan said, and the silver lining, the positive thing of it, it was the good times that you had the night before. I mean, that's the uh, penance. That's the cost of it. Of yeah, I wouldn't, okay, call, that, I wouldn't okay, call that okay, a silver lining work. at it all. Doesn't <laughs> it doesn't work. All right. I now, mean, you know, <laughs> in my defense, I was I was nursing quite a, the big hangover, but um, you see, I just don't, I don't, uh, I can't, I can't see it as a retrospective kind of experience, right? Uh, or just something like, um, as you said, be, sorry, right, Brandon Gogan. It doesn't have to be retrospective. Mm. That's that's not the. The, it's not a stipulation of a silver lining that it has to be retrospective. You just say like, oh well, you know, um, the silver lining is literally just anything that's good in a shit situation. Mm. So, uh, excuse my French, 
But, um, <laughs> you know, like, as, if you want to be like, oh, well, what's the silver lining of a hangover? Nobody's going to judge you for eating copious amounts of greasy food. <laughs> there, mean... you go. there you go, then. There you go. Uh... There you have your comparison, mate. Although the wind, a.k.a. the hangover. But that also begs the question of whether you can create silver linings for yourself. You know, the the, the mm-hmm. whole concept of it is, is it something that's only apparent to you or is it something that would be apparent to everyone? You said that no one would judge you for, for having greasy food, for bringing yourself back up. Like, would drinking gallons of water be the moonlight in this scenario? That there is there is something next to it that, that comes as like a, it's part of the package. Um, I, so people would still judge you for having a hangover, depending on their perspective. I, it only matters from where you come from. I once again just want to to sort of state this poem cannot be compared directly to a hangover so as much as tony wants that to happen it's not going to it happen. has elements it has you have it, to concede anything has elements if you look hard enough it's like looking you know it's the whole thing with witch hunting isn't it you look for witches you're gonna find them like even <laughs> where there's no witches it's uh, I'm I'm not gonna argue like this. I'm not gonna like be the whole thing of an anal- an analysis of something. <laughs> or you could find whatever you want if you're looking for it. But well, you can. How else would you figure out what you're trying to what you're trying to actually find in something? Oh God! The, the how would you know what is real and what isn't in that? The answer that to that, Ryan, is you don't. Hmm. Well, then, how do you figure out what is actually part of the the, the poem or not? Obviously, the author knows the original intent. And whether or not they, they probably didn't assume that someone was going to think, "Oh, this is just like my hangover." This isn't. I, 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 I tell, I tell you what: build a time machine, go back to feudal Japan, and ask, and ask him, was he, you know, absolutely smashed up and bumped <laughs> on some good sake the night <laughs> before? That's, that's why I was looking at the roof planks because he was, he was <laughs> plastered on the ground and he's looking at his ceiling. He's like, "Well, at least there's moonlight," you know. And the wind, the wind oh. was the head spinning, perhaps. You just don't know. There's no way to know. And we, we talk about this every single time, every yeah. point that we read, that you yeah. can get out of it whatever you want. That's the whole yeah. point. It's reader interpretation. Sure. What we're trying to find out specifically, or, or like get as close as we possibly can, is to what the original intent of the author was, like rules is written. Mm. And I, I absolutely agree with you, Ryan, and I'm sure we can uh, we can all conclude and agree on the fact that it is the beauty of these very uh, short, intense and hermetic um, uh, poems where you can literally get whatever you want, whether that is an angle or is a silver lining or, <clears throat> excuse me, or um, a retrospective view or um, something towards the future. I think we can all agree that that is the fun of it. And that's pretty much the reason why I enjoy doing this. You know, just ranting about why and what does this poem tell me uh, rather than thinking about what, what, does the, what does the author want to say or tell with this? I just bring it into my life and see uh, how this can be related to a hangover perhaps. But yeah. Uh, just drop it, man. Just Okay, just... okay, okay that's, it, that's it, that's it, that's it. I would yeah. like to add on just to the end. Uh... A quote that I like, I think it's by Anais Nin, I probably butchered that name, but um, we see things as we are more than we see them as as they are. I think I've probably butchered actually like <laughs> saying that, that's not <laughs> adverbatim, but just we look at things through our, our own perspective and our own lens and think of it that way, 
obviously it's impossible to talk to the original author and figure out exactly what it is that they were saying but that that's the the fun comes in trying to figure out what it is between us from different from different points yeah. of view is of that the uh is that the caption for your next cover photo probably <laughs> probably <laughs> Gotta gotta put it back in the oven for a little bit. There, there, there was I'm sorry, there was no need for such a personal attack there. <laughs> There's always a need. I don't mind. I'll take energy, but mate, don't you? Well, I think Hold we on have, I think we have unpacked this poem just as much as we could. Otherwise, we're just gonna be redundant and uh, start repeating the same thing. Um, I really enjoy this one, and I definitely recommend anyone out there listening to us to go on and look for it. Although the wind by Izumi Shikibu. Um, I really, really want to thank everyone for listening to us, but also uh, my uh, Yorkshire men, um, uh, Ryan and Brandon. Thank, thank you very you. much. See you later, guys. <laughs>